Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes alike. I am the West Virginia woman, Robin Holstein of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a good night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. I've been keeping house since I was 17 years old, balancing the budget and paying the bills as an army wife on the salary of a PFC stationed at Fort Hood, Texas, and as a single mother of two back home in West Virginia. Things have changed a lot since then, but I haven't forgotten what it was like. This podcast looks at society and cultural issues affecting families in West Virginia and in the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go round the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. All right, kids. Let's see what's about to happen. I have a little bit of a sinus thing happening here. Not unusual for this time of year. Actually, not unusual for any time of the year because I, um, let me adjust this a little bit here. I struggle with seasonal allergies, nasal allergies if in the fall of the year it's ragweed in the spring of the year it's grass in the summer of the year it's hay fever or whatever there's always something going on that upsets my sinuses so <clears throat> and then I get that terrible post nasal drip which causes me to go <clears throat> all the time and I know it can be annoying I apologize for that all right so today we're going to kind of talk I, I don't have a real hard and fast um outline for today I've been trying to have some general topics that um, you know overall broad topics that I discuss today I'm just throwing that out the window because it (laughs) it just doesn't work Um, I'll touch a little bit on my lab test I'll touch a little bit on some web page work I've been doing some um, fundraising I'm trying to do and um, just a little bit about what's going on and we'll probably call it a day maybe even early unless the um, the um, Blarney Stone gets to me and I get the gift of gab first this is episode six y'all this is episode six of the hosting house podcast premiering on the fountain network i'm going to sprinkle in the members who've boosted uh throughout since the um podcast began and at some point i at some point i have to stop referring to the people who've listened to the inaugural podcast and boosted i think because at some point it's only going to be one or two of those and then like 20 of the rest of them or something but we'll see uh fountain member and you know this is a really unique one it's a string of numbers fountain member 29391930527949295 boosted 95 sats so if that's you, I really appreciate it. I really do. Um, I I'm not a fan of these generic site or generic um, 
IDs. I I know why you do it. I really do. I get it. But honestly, this doesn't tell me who you are. <laughs> and so I can't call you. I can't keep referring back to 293919305279492. I I just can't do that. So here we go. I should have looked at the clock. I do that all the time. I'm sorry. You would think I'd learn by now. Um, but anyway, I do appreciate it. I appreciate the 95 sats you boosted me. I And I hope you stick around. And I hope as time goes on that I can provide value to you. As you have certainly provided value to me. So for the rest of you guys, if you found me on the Fountain app, I hope you'll boost and clip and share with all your friends and followers. If I bring you value, I hope you'll give me value in return. Um... And I do know that there are other value for value apps out there and podcast apps and things. I, I'm not familiar with all of them. So, I mean, you know, you can try to send me <laughs> a message and let me know you're out there. And I'll read it. I really will. I can read. I went to public school, but I can read. I also want to shout out to HJ again for helping me find out how to stop my iPhone from taking those weird HEIF format image files, um, forcing me to have to convert them over all the time on this, as I'm finding out not the greatest laptop that my father-in-law put together for me. I hate to complain about it because my father-in-law did not charge me for this laptop. He does these projects just as a matter of learning how to do things as, and, and as a challenge to him. And I really appreciate it. But what I'm finding out is this was an older laptop that he updated the operating system on. And it's just not that strong of a machine. I crash it all the time trying to deal with um, videos and um, audio files and just stuff that I'm doing. If I record a YouTube video for example, and I'm trying to edit it, this thing is just crashing out on me left and right, and it's oh, it's such a frustration. But I, you know, he doesn't charge me for me, puts them together and says, hey, do you need one? I say, yeah. So I, I don't want to complain about it, but it is, it is a frustrating machine. So um, HJ showed, told me that uh, I just to go into the settings, go into photos, and make an adjustment there. I've never had to deal with that before with an iPhone. Uh, all of my iPhones that I've had in my lifetime have, uh, and I think the first iPhone I got was a 3, iPhone 3. And I didn't upgrade every time a new one come in. I upgraded at the last minute when I had no other choice. So I've got an SE something now. It's in a case, so I have to dig it out to look at the back of it. But anyway, the update that I recently did on the uh, operating system, it started taking these weird format images and I had to convert them which is just I despise it I don't I have um, I have done some photography stuff before and I've entered it into some um, entered those photos entered some photos into some uh, ex exhibitions and I've actually gotten a few photos in a juried exhibition at the State Culture Center uh, in Charleston a few years ago. One was an interesting shot of a dragonfly and the other was a really cute shot of a squirrel. 
but I did those with a regular digital camera, not a, a phone. So, I don't know. It was, it just was frustrating me when I was coming across that. But thank you, HJ, for sharing that little bit of information, which mo most people probably would have known. But I just, just have so many things going on. I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't care, but it just was not the top of the list. <sighs> So I, I don't really have a lot going on um, that would fall under the culture uh, category. You know, I've talked a, a little bit in some of the other episodes about the culture of West Virginia, the culture of the area that I live in. But right now, I just since it's just been a couple of days since my last upload uh, or last episode, there's not a whole lot going on that would relate to culture um you know halloween came and gone most people around here don't have a problem with halloween S some people do but not really not really too many um most of us see it as a just a, a cute little event for the kids i get that there are some very potentially serious spiritual issues but I believe if you have if you're raising your children with a strong enough um, understanding of Christ of of what he has done for us and the spiritual warfare that's out there your kids are going to be fine dealing with Halloween I mean so they dress up like Cinderella that's not That's not a demonic character. Um, when you get into some of the slayers like Jason and Freddy, um, I would probably try to discourage my kids from dressing up, even my teenage kids from dressing up like that. When you get into ghosts and goblins and demons and things like that, of course, I, I would really, really discourage and try not to let my kids do that. Because I really believe in spiritual warfare. I believe in the unseen world. And the funny thing about it is, and I don't want to get too much into religion because I, I save that for a, a later part the, towards the end. Is people will tell you all day long just how awful Christianity is. Oh, you believe in spirits and you believe in this, that, and the other. And then they'll pray to the universe. Or they'll say karma. Or they'll say all these other things which are just not much different. Not much different. So you're telling me not to believe in spiritual warfare, evil against good. But then you'll say karma's going to get you. I mean, <laughs> come on. Okay, anyway, so um, I spent a lot of day, time today on a uh, site called Buy Me a Coffee, setting up my account and um, creating membership levels and donation levels and things. So Buy Me a Coffee is kind of like the GoFundMes and the Patreons. They're, it's a crowdfunding site. But it tends to lean towards the creative types, the more liberal types. 
And I thought about it for a little while, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm not a liberal. I kind of maybe could be creative if I didn't have so much life to deal with. If I had somebody else cleaning my house and cooking my dinner, maybe I could be more creative. But, you know, I have to feed the chickens and the ducks, and I have to feed the dogs and the cats. I have to clean the house and do the laundry and stuff, so there's not a lot of time for being creative. But um, the site is buymeacoffee.com and forward slash Robin Holstein is my page there. And I thought, you know, liberals' money spins just as well as mine. I'm not going to be afraid to court liberal dollars. So I decided to go ahead and set up an account over there. I can't even remember honestly how I tripped across it. Um, what was the first I don't remember what was the first time I saw the site buy me a coffee. But I saw it somewhere and I looked at it and it's like hey wait a minute I could do this. And I might go ahead and set up a Patreon. I don't know. I You can get so many of those. And you get strung out. Try, and you can spend days trying to. I've been trying to update my web, my personal website. I'm going to have to build the uh, HolsteinHouse.com site. Which I already own the domain. I just have never built it. And I need to do that. To, to split that off of everything else I'm doing. And uh, of course, Robin's desktop, which is my um, my my regular business, is the business site I set up in 2005. Um, my administrative consulting business. So I, I mean, I might do that. I, I was trying to think. Um, there's Patreon, and there's GoFundMe, and then there's Indiegogo, and there's another one. It's, uh, it's not GoFundMe. It's the one that more conservatives tends to lean towards. Shoot. It's, um, it's not GoFundMe. Justin Trudeau in Canada tried to shut it down. Remember during the trucker strike in Canada? It's one of those that, I mean, I think Indiegogo was one of them too, or GoFundMe was one. But this was a different one. Um, oh, 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 oh. Give, send, go. That's it. Give, send, go finally anyway um i and i haven't set up a give send go i've looked at a lot of those and i got ready i may have created an account there but i didn't create a a uh project there i always stop short because i've always been hesitant about what can i um what could i ever offer uh in return you know for for some of the um donations like so you're supposed to you know if somebody donates I don't know $100 or whatever you're supposed to send them something or give them something there's supposed to be some kind of a reward for you know contributing that money and I just have never been able to think of stuff to, to do that but um, so anyway I what so here's here's where we're going it, in order to do some things that I want to do, I need some cash. We all need cash, right? Um, the credit union that I belong to, and I have belonged to for a very long time, doesn't like to lend me cash because I'm self-employed. 
Now, they were all about it when I was working for state government. But once I started working for my state, it was like, myself, it was like, oh, no, no. Well, my husband, Wayne, he doesn't want to go into any further debt than we are now with the house. We've got a house payment, the camper payment, and what's left on the HELOC, a home equity line of credit, for those who may not recognize that. Um, And I don't blame him. But we're cash poor. We have a lot of stuff. But we don't have a lot of cash. No, We don't have the liquid assets to hire someone if you could find them to do it. We don't have the liquid assets to do the large number of things that needs to be done. And we're not able to do all of it. There's stuff we can do. The best example that I have are some very, very large trees in our backyard. These trees are every bit of four stories tall. One of them is called a tree of heaven or something like that. And it's a very brittle tree. And there are limbs that are falling off of it. So far, they're not falling anywhere that's going to hurt anybody. But if, for example, those trees fall in the right direction, they could hit a house. That could be a very expensive claim on our insurance if it happens. However, I have had people out to give me estimates on taking these trees down. These trees are going to be about $4,000 each. And there's about five trees. So we're talking twenty grand just to deal with the trees. I don't have that kind of cash. I don't even have that much left uh, available in the home equity line of credit. So we we did manage to get one tree down that is, um, well, it was, in the way of addre- addressing our fence. Before we pro- bought the property, a tree limb or two or three had come down across the fence in the backyard and mashed it. Of course, the backyard is not level. It's kind of sloped. So the way it's mashed, the dog can hop the fence out of the yard, but he can't hop the dog or hop the dog off the fence back into the yard. Well, I didn't have the kind of money it's going to take to take those trees down. Um, So going to the credit union is not really an option for some of the stuff that we need to do. We need the cash. Well, so that rolls me into one of the things um, I've shared with you before that I run a small Airbnb out of the house. And I even take direct bookings to save on some of the fees that Airbnb charges, which are kind of eat up in the service in, in either Square or PayPal or whoever processes that payment, but not quite as bad. Airbnb takes a chunk from both sides and they're starting to try to um, address that because people have caught on to it and they're trying to take it out a hundred percent of the host side giving the impression to the guest that they're not paying these fees whereas before they were taking part out of the guest and part out of the host which anybody with half a brain obviously not AOC understands that the the guest is paying the full amount of that but anyway 
um, a couple of the things that I want to do here, which I mean, I'm never going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm, I'm, I don't have a, a property with, you know, 12 rooms on it. It's not going to happen that way. But a couple of the things that I want to happen before this time next year is one, installation of uh, an electric vehicle charger and two, the setup of a gazebo. Now, the reason I want an EV charger isn't because I'm going to be buying one. We've had this conversation before on how much they charge or how much they cost. Even a cheap one's close to 30 grand. I don't have 30 grand and I'm not financing 30 grand at my age for a dumb car. It's the purpose is to market to EV drivers traveling through the area to fill up the bookings on my calendar, the empty spaces on my Airbnb calendar. Well, it's not just Airbnb, but anyway, my B&B calendar and to get them to part with some of their money and give it to me. You know, their, their money spends just as well as my money. And if I can get them to pay me to stay here, plus pay me to charge their cars, all the better. So there's a particular um, rapid charger I was looking at. And, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about them. One of the ladies that stayed here uh, not too long ago was talking about, well, you should reach out to Tesla. Tesla will put one in for no no charge. And I said, but I'm not buying one. She said, well, I don't think they, they care. They want electric vehicle chargers for Teslas all over the place. So I wouldn't even know how you start reaching out to Tesla about that. But one of the ones I was looking at is called an AUTEL, A-U-T-E-L, Home Smart Electric Vehicle Charger. Uh, it's almost 600 bucks. And of course, you then have the cost of the electricity, but I'm that's neither here nor there. If I have um, several people rolling through and staying, charging up their vehicles, of course, they're not going to charge it for free. I'll have to work out. I, there's an app, I know I didn't save it, but there's an app for um, that you can set up that lets people pay you for charging at your EV station. And I need to find that and work that out a little more. But um, if, if it costs an extra $25 a month to own an electric vehicle and to put it on your electric bill, charging it up, which we discussed that last time, I could probably charge, I don't know, 10 bucks to charge it up and, you know, two or three people staying through the week or through the month, that's going to more than make up for it. Plus the regular, ow, don't do that, Robin, um, fees for, you know, the room and everything. So there's that. Uh, so I, I put that, the EV charger, on the, um, on the Buy Me a Coffee page. Hang on just a second. Sorry about that. All right, where was I? I lost my place. Um, I know you didn't notice that I had to pause it and then come back. So uh, I was talking about uh, electric vehicles. Um, 
I, it's just another tool to bring people in and to part them with their cash so that I can build my cash, which is what we do anyway. You know, anybody who's selling something for a profit, that's what you're trying to do. So there's that. The next one is a lot more expensive. I want a gazebo. I want a gazebo that's roughly 10 by 10. And I want the gazebo for the backyard. There's one area of the backyard I think it would be perfect for to hold weddings and celebrations and for music. Now, I think I touched on this maybe in the inaugural edition of the podcast, but I am quote, ordained, unquote, and I can perform legal marriage ceremonies in the state of West Virginia. I haven't done very many. I wouldn't say that I'm all that skilled at it. I mean, after you do quite a few, it becomes second nature and you just kind of roll through it. Me, I still get pretty nervous. But anyway, I want to offer a small, and I mean small, as in bridegroom and I'll find two witnesses for you type of ceremony. Uh, kind of like an elopement so that someone calls me up and says, you know, we're going to go down to the courthouse and get a wedding certificate or wedding license or marriage license and will you perform the wedding and can we stay there? Sure. And then I create a package that includes the ceremony, uh, a small little cake or something, a little bit of refreshment, a nice photo, um, you know, maybe a, a small um, uh, keepsake of some sort, whether it be a, a, uh, a marriage certificate, keepsake marriage certificate in a frame or, or whatever, something like that to draw people here. And, um, you know, I, the, the perfect spot for it, if we didn't have the camper in the yard, the perfect spot for it would be in the center of the front yard. It could be done very well, very nice. We have a nice size front yard. However, when the camper is in there, that's not going to happen. So there's a spot in the backyard. It's kind of near the chicken coop. I think I've shared this with you before. The chicken coop doesn't stink if you take care of it. So for the most part, mine doesn't stink. In the, in the dog days of summer, you might have a little bit of something happening there if we've had a rainy spell and then a heat spell. And so the, you know, the ground is kind of squishy and gooey and but for the most part the area that I'm thinking of putting this gazebo that wouldn't be an issue anyway so you have this gazebo you have uh, potential wedding ceremonies you have potential parties there 
you um, we could have um, a pit fire um, not in the gazebo because the one that I'm looking at has a floor in it but um, if it if I got one if I couldn't raise enough money and I got one that didn't have a floor in it then you could have a fire um, a, a um, a fireplace in it and then you, my husband and some of his friends play music so you could have small music events in there uh, you could probably get the lead guitar a bass guitar a drum kit and um, a keyboard plus the amps and the monitors and stuff in a um, Timba 10 or Timba 12 it just depends on who your lead guitarist and your drummer is because if your drummer is one of those he's got this enormous kit that he doesn't need all of it anyway so those are the kind of things I'm thinking but the the gazebo is is not cheap we're talking four or five grand for it for the one that I had my eye on now I don't have to have that one but it's going to be about the si same size let's see it's a Timba 10 all cedar gazebo with aluminum roof. It is, whoops, right around two grand. So I was a little high on it, but then you have to have somebody put it together, maybe. But I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking, and I don't have. You know, it's a shame for me to say I don't have, you know, two grand in cash, but I don't, because we have the maximum amount possible taking out of his paycheck. Uh, into retirement and um, that was part of the deal when we when he first took the job he has is look every pay raise you get needs to go towards retirement every everything I'm a spender I try not to be but I am a spender and uh, even though I try to be very thrifty I tend to be a spender so if you will pull all of that and put it into retirement before I see it we won't have to worry about it if I have a big project that I know that we're putting money back for like the trees or like the gazebo or like you know when we went to Hawaii I was able to put every extra dime we had away for that I can do that but right now things are just so out of kilter I, I, I just I just am not able to make any headway there and of course inflation and everything so I don't want to uh, you know I'm not but so I have created this site on buy me a coffee and you can go there and donate or buy me a coffee send me enough money for a coffee or you can um, subscribe to the membership the membership will get you either a shout out on this podcast which some of you guys are getting just for your sats which aren't even near five bucks so five bucks is the lowest amount uh, for membership and you'll get a shout out um, some of you guys aren't even giving me a dime and you're getting shout outs on the podcast um, let's see there's shout outs then there's listing on the, my website uh, I'm with will be listing everyone who donates 10 bucks or joins at the ten dollar uh, a month level will be listed on the website um, the $25 a month level will get you a hand screen 
t-shirt which you know kind of sounds kind of cheap except I'm the one going to be doing the hand screening and I'll be hand screening the Holstein house logo uh, on the t-shirt and of course people have to provide me with their appropriate shirt size and um, US mailing address I can't ship it overseas or I'll lose my um, <laughs> I'll lose my rear end on it uh, and four is um, oh when I have the grand reopening of course you get at each level you get the the, the earlier things so um, at at the five dollar a month level you get the shout out but at the ten dollar a month level you get the shout out and the listing on the web page and then when you go to 25 you get the shout out the listing on the web page and the t-shirt and then for the next level up you get the shout out the listing on the web page the t-shirt and listed on our grand reopening and I say reopening it's kind of not a reopening but it would that's the best word I could come up with for um, when we get the gazebo built and we have the EV charger in there then I will have a a list of everyone who um, contributed at that upper level on display I I have a couple ways of displaying it electronically I can I, I've toyed with making a plaque kind of thing but I think I'll save a plaque I have they they let you put up a wish list which you say let's say the EV charger for example I need $800 for this EV charger well everybody that contributes specifically to that not the membership but specifically to that would be fulfilling the wish for the wish list and they would get something different and I haven't figured and I'm thinking that's going to be the plaque so a plaque with those little um, brass name plates or something on it that can be put up for people and you know I know that if if I get any contributions through that site it's not going to be people from around here it's not going to be people from around here who's going to show up at the grand opening and look to see if their names on this plaque or on the scroll if I do a scroll I'm thinking the scroll is going to be for the membership and the plaque is going to be for the big time people who helped me get the wish list done. I've still got to work some of that out. So, um, you know, and this kind of maybe falls under um, culture. But, you know, when I, <laughs> when I was coming up, when I was a young girl, back in my day it used to be called shotgun weddings that was decades ago you know when you had to force the man to marry the girl that he got pregnant when I was coming up it wasn't quite that you didn't have guns but what you did have was if a young lady had a wedding ceremony at home the chances are something was amiss and um because the good girls would be having some form of church wedding and the girls who got themselves in a little bit of trouble or the girls who whose boyfriends got them in trouble would have a wedding at home 
or just somewhere other than a church with the with their family pastor so it could be the church pastor but it wouldn't be in the church and so there's uh, ever so often i'll see uh, uh, friends of mine on facebook that are posting their anniversary pictures well not their anniversary pictures but their wedding pictures on their anniversaries and these are pictures of them in their parents home getting married in front of the couch so you know and times have changed a lot so you, you don't have to nowadays it's not quite the big deal if you end up pregnant before you get married and the fact of the matter is is a lot of couples are living together if not most couples are living together and you know having relationships with each other in that way long before they get married but um um you know that's just kind of the thing sometimes you'll still have people that find themselves in this surprise situation where there's a baby on the way and they're not married and they decide you know we're just going to elope we're not going to have this big ordeal and i think that uh, i would be able to provide an option for that course I can go other places as you know I'm ordained I can go other places and I have ideas for other places but I would like to be able to provide this young couple or an old couple for that matter maybe it's maybe it's a, a set of grandparents that you know they don't they they did the real wedding years ago and their spouses have passed away or they've been a divorce or something and they're senior citizens and you know they just want to have a little ceremony and be done with it and so I can have a package together for them with like I said earlier you know a small little bit of cake with a little topper on it a little bride and groom kind of thing maybe a little light refreshments and and a, a and an, a keepsake uh, certificate for a fee obviously and they can stay here as long as they're quiet. <laughs> Maybe make it a little honeymoon suite or something. Have some candy on the bed and some roses in the room or something. Who knows? There's all kinds of things. But I, I need that gazebo first. All right. So um, now, now, the last time we talked, I was telling you that it looked like I had a basal cell carcinoma. I'm thinking I may have said melanoma, basal cell melanoma, but it's carcinoma. I have not heard as of today back from the lab on that test. So I don't know any more today than I knew yesterday or the day before. I know that the spot that my dermatologist, you know, cut away uh, is itching me to death. It's driving me crazy. So I'm trying to keep it lubricated with some um, Vaseline, which is something that they told me years ago to use. Uh, on a bandage to help keep the uh, tissue soft and reduce scarring and also reduce the amount of sticking that you have on the wound to the bandage. A couple times in my life I put way too much Vaseline on a bandage. You don't need a whole lot. You just need a little, little thin layer. But at any rate, right now I don't know any more than I did know. Um, I'm kind of, I'm not worried, like afraid that my face is going to be eat off or anything like that. Um, I am a little concerned that, you know, if this, if 
and you know when you get to the cellular level it's so much smaller than the eye can see so you just don't know how deep something goes you know by the time I get to the surgeon is it going to be so deep that I have this tremendous weird warping of my eyelid because he has to cut so much skin away and piece so much of it back together and I mean I just have this I don't want to call it a fear because I'm not really panicked or fearful about it but it's just kind of a concern that I'm going to have this weird eyelid now after I finally see the um, the surgeon on this to have that taken away but I mean it's worry's not really the best word anyway I mean if if if, if all that happens is if I have a warped eyelid because it's all pulled to one side or something and I don't lose the rest of my face or, or my nose for that matter because that where it is is really it's at the bridge of my nose and I mean it could in theory go in and I could have this gigantic whistling hole in my nose but I doubt it I doubt it so there's nothing new for the garden um, I did do a video, uh, a YouTube video, on decanting the apple scrap vinegar that I had made. Um, it's under, on YouTube, it's under Robin Holstein and then a playlist for Holstein House. It might not be live yet. I think I set it for next Tuesday. I'm not sure. Uh, also on Substack, I have a Substack account there and a Rumble account. And I have loaded that video on both of those, but I, I'm pretty sure I've got them all scheduled to go live at the same time. Um, Substack might be a little earlier for the subscribers, which is only a couple of subscribers on Substack. I have tried so many different programs. It's just crazy. And I'm just, but that's how I am. I'm all over the place all the time anyway. Uh, I did make some yogurt that doesn't quite qualify as garden uh, and I need to check I did set up this time last year or maybe closer to December last year you know you can take vanilla beans and soak them in uh, alcohols such as vodka or rum or I mean even some whiskeys and get flavored alcohols and bake with them or cook with them and um, come up with some really neat stuff. I tried it with vodka and I mixed some up and it's been setting for almost a year now. So it's time for me to check that and see how well it turned out. I didn't use a high dollar vodka so I'm not sure and I also didn't use a lot of vanilla beans I have seen some recipes for these things that suggest that I was way under for the amount of vanilla beans but we'll see I need to decant that and see what happens and you can take those beans and put them uh, and let them dry out a little bit and put them in sugar and flavor some sugar for your holiday treats so I may try that so it'll be nice if I can make, uh, so I've, I've invited our friend John, um, John's a drummer, well actually he's a banjo picker, but he does mostly drums on his YouTube, he hasn't done any YouTube since, he, he had a shoulder replacement surgery back in the summer, and he hasn't done any new YouTube since he did that, 
Um, I love John as a member of the family, not as a lover. <laughs> he, I love him as a cousin, not as a spouse. Um, but um, John is a very unique uh, character in our life. And um, like I said, he picks banjo. He is an awesome banjo picker. Uh, but he is also very good at drums and he is very good at sound and he recently lost his father and is struggling uh, with dealing with the estate and um, what's going to happen with all the things after that so um, it's John Kuhn K-U-H-N on YouTube and if you uh, happen to see his uh, his site you'll see that he has a post up that says is this my last drum solo or something like that but we invite him i've been inviting him to our our family dinners uh you know the big ones and i mean he comes up whenever anyway but i invite him to the major holiday dinners and have been for golly probably six years now and um <laughs> bless his heart he doesn't he he doesn't have teeth and he doesn't have dentures he can't have dentures because something about his bone structure in his gums is messed up and he can't wear dentures but so I end up I hate it but I end up when I cook for him I make stuff that he really can't eat and I try not to but I always mess up and do it anyway but um, it would be nice to be able to make a holiday dinner with the uh, vinegar that I just made I think I was telling you I decanted my apple cider vinegar that I had been making apple scrap vinegar not cider purists will get upset uh, and the vanilla that I made and he doesn't do much with yogurt but you can make other stuff with yogurt uh, and the and sourdough now sourdough I need to work on my sourdough to get a softer crust I know you can do that I have not tried it as of yet but I need to so that John is able to eat the crust he said regular sourdough has a really hard crust and John can't eat that and to have a lot of other stuff on the table that was made by me I love to cook that stuff I'm not a chef but I love to cook all right I mentioned that this is the sixth episode I'm running a little behind the sixth episode of the Holstein House podcast episode six premiering on the Fountain Network I want to acknowledge uh, someone else who boosted the inaugural episode user 4195 nope let me start over user 41095039417726 boosted 95 sats and I really 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 appreciate it if you found me on the Fountain app, I hope you'll boost, clip, and share with all your friends and followers. If I bring you value, I hope you'll bring me value in return. And now let's see news. Oh, speaking of the holidays, did you hear that there's supposed to be a turkey shortage this year? It all rolls into a combination of avian flu, which turkeys will get, low feed production because of you know people say drought I'm thinking drought lasts more than a little while but okay we'll call it a drought 
so there's lower feed production for because of drought so smaller birds and supply chain your supply chain is the answer to all of those issues but turkeys holiday turkeys are supposed to be in short supply um i managed to get a hold of some actually about a month ago and this is the um the 3rd of November 2022 about a month ago I bought a large turkey breast frozen turkey breast anticipating that I may not be able to get holiday turkey this year and I heard today Glenn Beck crying and I usually like Glenn Beck he, he does have some good insight into a lot of things but he was just wailing and bemoaning, my family might not be able to have turkey at the dinner table this year for the first time ever in my lifetime that I can remember. Well, Glenn, I've got an extra one if you want it. I was able to go to my local Walmart last week. I purchased, now the birds were only between 14 and 16 pounds but for my household and everybody that's fine I purchased a butterball at oh darn I don't remember exactly what it was now but it was it was over a dollar a pound I want to say it was a dollar 20 a pound and I bought a 15 pound bird butterball I don't always buy butterball I did this year and I also bought two of the lesser known brands and I can't think of what they are they were at 89 cents a pound and they were also between 14 and 16 pounds so I bought two cheap birds for 89 cents a pound and I bought one butterball for a lot more than that and I have an extra one if you need it Glenn Beck please reach out to me at Robin at robinholstein.com and we will make arrangements to get this bird to you for your holiday you may have to eat little bitty bites of it because there wouldn't be enough to go around your whole table otherwise but it's there honestly i i don't really have a big problem with glenn Beck, but i just rolled my eyes when i heard him whine about that because they're there if you want to find them you may not get a 20 pound bird and honestly a 20 pound turkey is kind of abusive to the turkey turkeys aren't meant to get that big so do with that what you will uh, but I try that's what I one of the things that I try to do and I know not everybody can do it and so it's kind of unfair for those well you know what i don't like the word fair the word fair is just there's not everybody in the united states is going to be able to find a turkey like i was but i have spent you know my, the opening of my podcast talks about that i started keeping house when i was 17. I spent the majority of the time between 20, between 17 and 37, 20 years, just scraping, just scraping. You know, when I was first married and living at Fort Hood, Texas, we ate pinto beans three times a week. This is not a lie. 
This is the truth. My mother would get upset at me if she would call. And back in the day, you called, you had a long distance bill, 300 bucks. Not a regular phone bill, 300 bucks. Um, Mom would call and, and we'd talk. Now, you can't just live on pinto beans. You've got to have other stuff. And I could not impress upon her how little money we had left over. You know, we had the car payment until you trash the car. We had rent. We had utilities and we had insurance on the car. And then we had, you know, whatever was left after that. We had for groceries and for cigarettes because we both smoked. And usually cigarettes came first. But, I mean, it was nothing. There's somewhere around here in a in a cardboard box somewhere. It might be over the other building. Is a list where I used to keep, I used to write down everything I had to pay for. And I kind of still do it to this day. Because I needed to know exactly how much money was coming in and how much was going out. So I knew, uh, you know, and, and in that I was writing down what I could buy at the grocery store. We didn't drink pop. Rarely did we drink pop. And if we drank pop, it was the creepy white can with the black lettering generics. I mean, these were real generics. There's a lot of kids out there that have no idea what generics are. Um, and we would get those maybe on payday to get a six-pack. That'd be about it. We drank tea. I drank most of the tea with um, sugar in it. And Kool-Aid. No kidding. Kool-Aid with sugar. I had a couple of gallon plastic containers that I kept those mixed up in. I drank the tea. He drank the Kool-Aid. So you could have a gallon of something to drink for 60 cents, counting your sugar. Um, I didn't drink coffee at the time. He didn't drink coffee at the time. But we both smoked, So and cigarettes were probably about, I don't know, 75 cents on post at the commissary. I can't remember now. But we routinely ate spaghetti with bread, no meat sauce, just sauce. Hot dogs with fries of some sort or fried potatoes. Pinto beans, a pot, a big old pot of for us at the time was a big pot of pinto beans. It lasts a couple of days, so we'd eat those a couple of days. And fried chicken on Sundays or so. Maybe a little bit of hamburger here and there. But that's about it. So I scraped for years, years. And uh, even after we divorced and you know, I was trying to go to work and stuff. I mean, there was a day, and, and every time I recall this, I almost cry because it brings back the feelings that I had at the moment that my younger son, Brian, said the words, Mom, I'm hungry. And I had to take them with me. I was working. Um, I had met Wayne, but we weren't dating yet. And I had taken the children with me to... Um, class. I was taking a, a college class because I didn't have anybody to watch them that particular night. And I took them with me to class. They had to sit in the class, try to be quiet, do their homework and stuff while I attended class. Then when we left, they were hungry because they hadn't had dinner. And my son from the back seat said, Mom, I'm hungry. And I pulled off and I went to a Shoney's, which is an American um all-American food type thing, hamburgers and stuff, um, and charged it. 
I put it on a charge card because I didn't have any cash to feed my kids. And I, you know, when I think of that, I, it, it still bothers me to this day to think of it. Brian's gone, but I, I think of that every now and again, and it just upsets me. At that point in my life, I had to charge food for my kids because they were hungry, and I didn't have anybody to watch them that evening. So, anyway, I paid my dues, and I am, um, you know, able now to go at odd times to the store and catch specials and sales and things when other people can't. And I don't apologize for that because I, I've done my share of uh, struggling. But anyway, off that, out of that rabbit hole, um, I keep, I, you know, I, I find out through Facebook groups, through YouTube groups, through, through different things that people are concerned about shortages in certain areas of things that I use. And I try to, I don't buy all of it. I try to stock up. I don't buy every piece of it that's on the shelf. I'll buy two or three. And that's about it. Uh, I'm getting close to the hour mark. I don't want to go into too much on this particular topic. Um, please, please, please pray that the outcome of the elections in the United States next week are peaceful. There are so many people ginning up for fights and for burning of cities and riots. We can't have that. I know it's very tempting. We want to do it. We want to look and say, okay, you people over there, you rioted and you burned down these cities. Well, here, you know, you're going to get what's coming to you. Please don't do this. We can stand strong in their face without burning things down and shooting people. Please don't do this. We are, they want us to do this so that they can point the finger and say, ha ha, look here, we told you so. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Deep down, I, I feel deep down that there's going to be shenanigans. Both sides have started talking it up. Uh, that, that, oh, the, the other side, they're going to be trying to, to, to screw with the vote and they're, I get so mad today I, you know I was listening to talk radio today and I was really getting upset because um, both sides are guilty of this both sides are guilty of this but we've got we've got people talking about oh well, we won't get the votes counted in time because there'll be so many mail-in ballots I'm sorry 40 years ago we didn't have computerized ballots they were all hand ballots. You went in, you colored your little dots in. Somebody counted those. Even the mail, there weren't as many mail-in ballots, I'll give you that. But people still had to hand count these ballots, and we still got it done on time. There's no reason, no reason we can't have all of this resolved within a day or so. So we don't get it done by midnight on election day. We get it by 6 o'clock in the morning, but nobody goes home. Now, I worked the polls one time, and I, I well, I worked, the, I worked the courthouse after the polls closed, and I was there, and we stayed there till everything was taken care of. We didn't go home in the middle of the night and then come back and start counting again. No, 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 no. But, you know, there are, there are, there are people who 
have vested interest in upsetting our apple cart that is the United States. And we have got to stand strong against it. We don't have to punch them in the face. We don't have to burn down our houses. But we have to stand strong. I know some of you guys are, are, and ladies are rolling your eyes at this point. Jesus tells me, he commands me to share the good news. And that good news is his death and resurrection to save our eternal souls. And, and I am commanded by him to share that with you. Now, that has to do with praying for the outcome of peace regardless of the results of this election you know I know people get testy and they'll roll their eyes for God's sakes you know but I, I I believe in prayer and I believe that we can if we are sincere in our prayers help this along and and keep things calmer now I know that you know, the last book of the, of, of the New Testament, the book of Revelations, is full of violence and war and things. And that's what's got to happen before the end comes. But, I, you know, I don't want anybody to spend an eternity in hell. And whether you believe hell is a pit of fire or, or just eternal nothingness, I, I would much rather you spend eternity rejoicing with me in the company of the Lord and you know when I say when I ask you to pray about things this is what I'm thinking I really need you to do this I really do I, I can't, there are people who will just badmouth me or other Christians for believing in right and wrong and good and evil and the spiritual worlds but then they'll turn around and say karma will get you you know or they'll pray to the universe you know i believe my way is the right way but even if you don't believe my way is the right way you're still praying to the universe and wishing karma i mean anybody see how how anyways I, I know some of you guys are rolling your eyes and I know I'm kind of going kind of jaggedy here but it, and it's towards the end and I want to wrap this up and and as a reminder you know I often say that I am a follower of Christ and that I am technically a member of the Methodist Church however I put the teachings of Christ not the book of discipline first and when I discuss religion or my beliefs my personal beliefs I'm speaking as myself as a follower of Christ and not as a member of the Methodist Church so I know that last piece was kind of all over the place but that's where I'm at right now so that's a wrap that's a wrap for episode six of the Holstein House podcast episode six uh, before I go, let me one final round of support again. HJ, HJ is still hanging in there with me, and boosted another 191 sats, and I really do appreciate that. I really, really do, and I appreciate the help with the uh, images on the iPhone. So I'm still getting my sea legs with the fountain app, 
and I and I appreciate your continued patience while I stumble through it. Um, we pre- we premiered on the Fountain Network, and if you if you found me on Fountain, I hope you'll boost, and I hope you'll find something to clip and share, and um, share with your friends, and let them know that I'm out there. And if I have brought you value, I hope you will give me value in return. So, there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.